Alexa, play The Rich Eisen Show. Here's a station you might like. (laughs) (laughs) This is The Rich Eisen Show. Could you make the case that Jimmy Garoppolo is the most healthy quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers? Could they possibly turn around and say to Jimmy G, hold the phone? We want you to stay here. Today's guests, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Howie Long, former NFL executive, Joe Banner, NFL Network insider, Ian Rappaport, writer and comedian, Sarah Tiana, and now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Our number one of a three-hour, big-time, big-story edition of the Rich Eisen Show is live on the air here on the Roku channel, free on all Roku devices and select Samsung Smart TVs and Amazon Fire TVs and the Roku app and the RokuChannel.com. We are free on this terrestrial radio station as well. Love being free. Uh, Sirius XM Odyssey. We're also thrilled that you might be listening to us on a podcast form uh, through the Cumulus Podcast Network. That's part of our relationship with Westwood One. Or maybe you're watching this show once it's over on uh, the Roku channel, Channel 210, or any part part of our videos through the Rich Eisen Show collection, a video-on-demand service is part of our relationship with Roku. There's our YouTube page. Please hit us with a subscribe right there. Over 520,000 of you exist subscribing right now, and we love uh, everybody who takes in our show around the world on YouTube, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Chris Brockman, Mike Del Tufo, good to see you guys over there. How are you, sir? I'm not retiring. Good to see you over there. TJ Jefferson, what's up over there, TJ? How are you, brother? Well, you know, we're going to light the candle in celebration of the goat. Light the candle, sir. Why not? You know what? It's, uh, it's, uh, It's quite something. Um, when you're waiting for a Super Bowl. It's quite something when you're waiting for a Super Bowl because you just can't wait for the game to start and there's nothing else to talk about except the Super Bowl and you want to hold off on that, certainly until Super Bowl next week. And we're going to be in the home of Super Bowl 57 next week. Rich Eisen Show coming to you from there, uh, right here on the Roku channel. And so, you know, you wake up and there's nothing to talk about other than that Super Bowl. And they're like, hold on a second, wait a minute. I'm being told the greatest of all time to ever lace them up and put on pads in the history of the National Football League has decided to retire, and here's what it was. Right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Go ahead and hit it, Mikey. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first, so I won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So I uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me. My family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. Well done, Tom Brady. Ooh. Well done. Gets emotional in the middle of Damn. turning that camera on himself, sitting in the dunes of either Miami, Fort Lauderdale, up that it looks like up that A one A or whatever. Who knows? Might be Playa Del Rey. Right there in, uh, right there in, uh, it looks like uh, Florida. And so um, he decides to retire, and I'm I'm glad he got it out. I'm glad he got it out the way that he wanted. Uh, I'm glad that uh, um, some 
you know, uh, 80 year old retiree with some uh, metal detector didn't walk in there and interrupt him looking for something buried underneath the sand. Might have been odd. Oh, I'm sorry, Tom. You're emotionally retiring to your phone. My bad. Um, look, he's right. Um, it all went down last year, and we said it all last year. But it's worth saying again. No, no one will ever do what he's done. And when all-time greats in sports retire, you can say that. And deep down, you're like, well, that record might be touched. That record might be touched. This, that. This one won't. This career will stand the test of time as the greatest of all time. Period. End of story. Tom Brady has, this is it, this is all you got to say, seven Super Bowl championships, seven rings. In the same way, Bill Russell, may he rest in peace, we talk about his 11. Yep. And that's the first thing that's mentioned when you... You, you talk about Bill Russell, 11 championships. Brady's seven. This is not going to be touched by any quarterback ever. I, I can say this with my full heart and soul. Perfect example is a 27-year-old in um, Patrick Mahomes getting set to start next week. He's got one. He's got to have to get he's got to win this one and five more over the next what 15 years. He's got to win half of them. Which is what Brady showed you can do it. Sure you can. Sure you can. But you got to play for a long time and you got to keep it up. Your pace of play, your level of play, your want to, your desire. You got to keep it going. And that's another thing that Brady had the type of desire and flame that you saw in others and you see in others still today. Serena, Tiger, Michael Jordan. That's the type of guy you have to be. And Mahomes is probably the closest to it right now, I think, that we have in the NFL. And Burrow maybe as well. He's young. Seven. And then the remarkable part about it as well with Brady is the longevity. The greatness and the longevity And the fact that he did it at the top of his game for so long. You could legitimately make the case his least successful decade of his career was his first decade. You could make the case that if you break this up into age, 20s, 30s, and 40s, his least successful decade was when he was in his 20s. I'm going to talk about a fine wine. (laughs) The passing touchdowns alone, as you could see, we have broken it down on our Roku channel page, uh, Roku channel feed for our radio listeners. Keep this up on the screen for a bit here, if you don't mind, Mr. Hoskins. 21,000 passing yards in his 20s, 40,000 in his 30s, 27,000 in his 40s. You take a look at his passing touchdowns, breaking it down by, again, his 20s, 30s, and 40s. And you look at the all-time list, which I have up here, for passing touchdowns, 147 passing touchdowns in his career. That it would rank 99th all-time right now. By the way, tied with Steve Berline, 147 touchdowns. But it's those three Super Bowl rings that would separate him, one would say, from Steve Berline, wouldn't it? 
in those 20s. His 30s. His 30s. 309 passing touchdowns in his 30s. That is currently ranked 13th all-time in the NFL. One ahead of Russell Wilson, who got a new coach, (laughs) who happens to be a a Super Bowl champion head coach, Sean Payton, who is hiring, we'll talk about on this show, and we would have definitely been leading with if this news didn't pass. And then in his 40s, this is the most remarkable part of them all. 193 touchdowns in his 40s would currently rank 57th all-time, one behind Ken Stabler, Hall of Famer, one ahead of Bob Greasy, Hall of Famer, and one ahead of Patrick Mahomes. Again, who I think is the only guy currently lacing him up with maybe Burrow, maybe Burrow, maybe Burrow, with a chance to even come close to this high-rent district because the only reason why I'm saying maybe is because if you put the stat up one more time, his 40s, these numbers will 1 million percent, if you think me saying this career will never be touched again, and it will be touched again, and it will be threatened or surpassed, this ain't being touched As a quarterback, in his 40s, he threw for 27,632 yards and his 193 touchdowns, not only way better than his 20s, but as I mentioned, more in in, in the career of Bob Greasy, Sammy Baugh, Otto Graham, Namath, more than Joe Namath's entire career. These are people he's going to share a room with in Canton forevermore. More than Aikman, more than Norm Van Brocklin, more than Roger Staubach, more than Sid Luckman. Come on. As a 40-year-old, never be touched again. And don't come at me with deflate gate today. Don't come at me with that nonsense. Should never have happened. Who the hell cares that the PSI of the football was off? Who the hell cares? That was ridiculous. First class, this guy. All the way. All the way. I I cannot recall hearing once in my tenure with the NFL. Once. And basically all of Brady's success with the exception of his first ascendant year of 2001, occurred when NFL Network was born and on the air in 2003. Again, our first two Super Bowls as NFL Network came into existence, the last back-to-back championships that we've seen in the NFL, Brady's and Belichick's Patriots of 03-04. Never once have I heard a crossword from any member of the media that was given to them or felt that they were treated that way by Tom Brady. And if he felt that he was short with you, you found out later on from him, I apologize for it. I'm serious. And we in the media love to tear people down sometimes. And the whole deflate gate, 
tore him down, and he didn't forget that. He became a little bit more, in my mind, hard-skinned when it came to dealing with the media and certainly the NFL. First class all the way. And when he gave his mom and dad a kiss in the tunnel in his final game, that we now know is his final game, and we're all one. Remember when I came on the air, I'm like, well, I don't remember if you're seeing his parents in the tunnel of a football game that he's coming off the field. Maybe that is it. And it turned out to be it. Via Condios, Tom Brady, congratulations once again. And I, again, in my <laughs> history of the NFL uh, uh, network, I'm covering it. Nobody has made me uh, late for dinner more than Brett Favre's decision to retire and unretire. And if he decides to do it again, you know what? Awesome. I, I will have a front row seat for whoever he decides to do it again, but he says it is for good. This does feel different to me because he's been through the whole retiring and unretiring and what it means and what it doesn't mean. And, you know, the guy I saw in Munich definitely seemed to be somebody who wasn't the happy warrior that he always appeared to be and and that it's now time in his mind to step away and do his next thing, whether it be fulfilling that television contract that he does have in front of him or something else. Whatever it is, I can't wait to see it, and we'll see him in Canton. And forevermore, his name will be synonymous with greatness, all-time greatness, and in terms of the NFL, the best. When I first came on the air for NFL Network, the GOAT was Rice and Jim Brown. That was the argument. Depending on your generation, Jerry Rice or Jim Brown. You asked any player, Jim, uh, Mr. Brown or Jerry Rice. That was it. There's a third man in on this conversation. And I didn't certainly think in 2003 it could be this guy or it would be anybody. But it is. And there's a case to be made that Tom Brady is, if we're fortunate enough one day to see a new list show, talking about NFL 100 one day, you know, 125 now, whatever, 150. We're fortunate enough to do that from that NFL 100 list show that I did back in the day. And you want to talk about ranking them? Brady could be number one. And thank you, Tom Brady, for all the stuff you did and that we talked about on NFL Network and all the championships. And I'm not even talking from the point of view that you could, Chris. What a dream come true to root for this guy and win as much as you were able to and have as many duck boat parades you you could have, Chris. Man, it's been awesome. And it was contagious for the whole damn town. It was contagious. You know, the run from 2002 in the, you know, January 2002 all the way through, I guess it would have been February, Mike, uh, all the way through to the Red Sox winning in 2018 uh, here in Los Angeles. I think there was 14 parades for all the teams. Oh, my goodness. In in like 16 years. Six New England, four Red Sox, and the Celtics and the – Maybe twelve then, and the Bruins got in on the act, and yep. it's amazing. You know, no player in any sport had ever brought me so much joy. I guess David Ortiz could come close than than watching mm-hmm. Tom Brady. And it was one of those things. It was like, oh well, we're going to be in the the season would begin in August. Yep. And you'd be like, oh well, we're going to be in the AFC Championship game. It's just who are we going to play? 
yep. uh, because you know and it's, you, and you it's know not you arrogance. It's not arrogance. And it really wasn't arrogant. It was like, oh, no. we're going to win 12 or 13 games, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. we have this guy. Unbelievable. And then, you know, you'd make jokes about, oh, well, undefe- we're going undefeated. And then, you know, one year they almost did. And so it's Well, they just, did. It's just, you know, you're adding the, you're the playoffs adding on top the playoffs, of it. But. Oh, by the way, that yeah, too. It's, it's the greatest. He's the greatest ever, and we're never going to see anything like exactly. it. And I can't wait to be there in five years at Canton, and I hope we're all there, and it's going to be awesome. No question? Yeah. No doubt. So, many so thank you for the memories, Tom Brady. Um, and, and, and anybody else who hates on him, it's because uh, the memories that you yeah. thought you could have had created, he was standing in your way. <laughs> a That's a fact. Too. That's a fact. And again, like I said, high class the whole way through. The number of times that he would do stuff behind the scenes for kids who were sick or whatever, and he didn't want any credit for it, I, per- I can personally attest. This guy deserves your praise as he goes to his next stop. Our next stop is Howie Long, Pro Football Hall of Famer. They will share a bus together. Oh, yeah. A bus room together. Um, Howie Long's uh, the recipient of this year's Pat Summerall winner from St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Uh, And the dinner is next week, so we'll talk about that when we come back with him. Who better to talk Brady than him? Um, Also on this program, Joe Banner the longtime executive in Philadelphia who was there, hired Andy Reid, Howie Roseman, Brett Veach, when he was the, uh, I guess, intern of Andy Reid back in the day. I mean, you want to talk about a guy who's got his fingerprints all over this Super Bowl. He's joining us at the top of hour number two. And, of course, so much to discuss on the front of the quarterback carousel now that Brady's removed himself from that chessboard. Um, what does it mean? What is going on with some of these quarterback situations? Derek Carr and Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers. And what are the contracts as they are written? Tell you about the tea leaves. The guy who can read those for us, Joe Banner. Ian Rappaport will join us in the middle of hour number two to talk about Brady's decision and what happened. By the way, Sean Payton hired by the Denver Broncos yesterday. Um, and D'Amico Ryan's hired by the Houston Texans. Ian is in Mobile, Alabama for the Senior Bowl, so he'll join us. And then Sarah Tiana, uh, who is hilarious, she's got a new special coming out. Um, and we also don't mean uh, Cage Brockman, yeah. uh, the three-year-old who is driving both of them insane right now. <laughs> and uh, they'll be hanging out with us here in studio, hour number three. So that's how we're rolling here on this edition of The Rich Eisen Show. Back with more in a moment on the day Tom Brady says he's hung him up for real. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop 
from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code EISEN. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O, O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, uh, sitting here at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. We have his son on every single Monday. He's one of our favorites, just like this guy is as well. He will be part of the pregame show prior to Super Bowl 57. He's a pro football Hall of Famer, but most importantly, he's going to become the 17th recipient of the Pat Summerall Award in a fundraising event held at every single Super Bowl that has raised over $10 million for the kids of St. Jude since its inception, thanks to the big heart of Cheryl D. Leonardis, who runs that event. Uh, I am honored to be one of those 17 recipients of that award. Howie Long, back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How you doing, Howie? I'm doing great. How are you, partner? Well, you know what? I woke up this morning saying, what am I going to talk about on today's show? and then uh, that moment passed Um, I'll give you the floor on Tom Brady Howie Long what do you think of his career go for it well I I don't think it will ever be duplicated Mm -hmm. Um, that's for sure Uh, to to be great for that prolonged period of time through you know if we went through and I've, I've done this exercise before before it became absurd, where he was in his 40s. Um, the number of offensive linemen he played with in New England, the number of running backs, the number of tight ends, the number of wide receivers, the the iterations of coaching staffs, uh, with the exception of Bill, and you know there were some kind of constants there, but... <clears throat> For him to and and from a style standpoint, you know, we had his his first Super Bowl was the Super Bowl after nine eleven, uh, and we had it down in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and it was a game that if you looked at every game film you could possibly watch, there there you couldn't make a case for New England to win that football game, and Terry Bradshaw and his Forrest Gump kind of, you know, brilliance made the statement that, you know, in, in a 
in a year like this, with all this country's been through, how can't you pick a team called the Patriots? <laughs> and it, I remember it stands out to me in the, the halftime show with, with uh, you know, Bono and uh, the whole thing. And, and Tom's first kind of stroke of, of masterpiece, you know, taking the drive down at the end of the game, asked to do different things as he was throughout the course of his career. You know, the funny thing was typically when you, you get older, you're asked to do less and you manage the game, and uh, that certainly hasn't been the case with him. Uh, I think the thing <clears throat> to me, like a lot of players, and you know, particularly a player that played as long as Tom and you know, had won as much as Tom, and the reason why it will not be duplicated. Were there people who threw the ball better? Yes. Better athletes? Yes. You know, check, check, check. We all saw the the combine footage. Uh, what made Tom special was his will, his heart, and his head. Uh, and and that's what made Peyton special. And you know, Tom. Tom was able to wring every drop of football out of that mind and that body, that heart that he could. And, uh, you know, we, we, we wish these guys could play forever. And uh, I think this is about as close, as close to forever as you're going to get out of a quarterback in the NFL. It will never be duplicated. I agree. And, again, the thing I keep pointing out here, Howie, um, and, and, I, and I'm so appreciative of you pointing out the origin, how it did begin on such a national stage with the whole country uh, with hearts and throats watching a football yep. game in, in that stadium just a, a few months after the attacks of 9-11 and wondering whether this country could ever hold such a big event, uh, a target. There's no other way to put it. Um, and then yep. the fact that he performed the way that he did and and and, and then the legend was born. Um but but what he's done as a 40-year-old, that's insane, man. I mean, the numbers are insane. Ken Stabler's numbers of his career, I was pointing out, and they're going to share a bust room with him and you, um, you know, together forevermore. His passing yards and career passing touchdowns as a 40-year-old are akin to Stabler's career. I mean, come on. This is insane. Well, it, you know, here's the thing, though. Different times. You know, I understand he, different he, times, but, uh, you know, it's... Yeah, but, it's, so, it's so challenging. I mean, Terry will be the... And Terry loves Kenny Stabler, and, you know, he's also loved Brady's career, and, you know, he'll tell you, you know, flat out, look, I, I, I played in Super Bowls where I threw the ball 21 times. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it was a different era. When you think yes. about yes. Swan and Stallworth at wide receiver... You could measure wide receiver numbers then versus now, and we're in sub packages seventy six percent of the time. And and Tom saw it, it's so fascinating about Tom's career, the arc in the breadth and scope of his career. It it, it went through so many different iterations of offensive philosophies, and and so many different players. People talk about chemistry and, you know, how long can we hold the group together? The group was Bill and Tom. Uh, and the situation he walked into down in Tampa Bay, and, and you remember the first five, six games, and then, you know, there was the Chicago game and there was 
there was the uh, bye week, and it, it finally dawned on them. Wait a second, we you know no risk it, no biscuit. We want to throw the ball down the field, but let's do it out of play action pass with extra bodies in protection, and we can do everything we want to do. Let's adapt the offense to Tom. And you had a great defense, and for him to win that Super Bowl was nothing short of amazing. For someone to even embark on, you know, it's climbing Everest and, you know, and, and doing it multiple times and then doing it again and again and again and again. And it takes so much out of you, and there's so many so many injuries or free agency or, you know, salary cap cuts or things that happen around your coaching moves uh, in order for you to be that successful and that great and to win that much, um, you know, the one constant is Tom. Howie Long here on the Rich Eisen Show, uh, Pro Football Hall of Famer, and you're getting set to go to Super Bowl 57. What's your first blush, um thought on how this is going to play out between the Eagles and Chiefs, Howie? What do you got from me? Well, there? you know, I, on, on the AFC side, you know, I, I've kind of felt like, you know, the two quarterbacks from Buffalo and Cincinnati, Allen and, and Burrow, were, are, are right there knocking on the door. And, and certainly that's the case in Cincinnati with those young receivers and, you know, young quarterback. They're going to be there for a while. Uh, I think we probably have more questions about, you know, what can Buffalo do to take the next step, you know, whether it's offensive line, defensive front, pass rush, whatever. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think the the soup du jour over the last few weeks was, you know, has Burrow overtaken, you know, Patrick Mahomes. You look at the last two playoff games, you know, the high ankle and, you know, anyone who's had a high ankle knows how challenging that is. And, you know, the last time he had a high ankle, I think, was prior to the Vegas game a couple of years ago, and he threw four TDs and 300-plus yards, zero interceptions. The legend of Patrick Mahomes continues to grow. And, you know, he's a guy that... uh I, I think, you know, everyone takes their shots at, but, uh, and, and certainly Allen and Burrow are, are great and they're knocking on the door. And you have to keep, uh, moving forward and upward or, or they're going to catch you. And what makes him special, and you can add the athletic ability to Patrick Mahomes is the heart and the will. And, you know, I had a son, fortunately, was fortunate enough to play there, mm-hmm. uh, two years ago. And uh, just described him as Michael Jordan. He's, you know, he is someone who will do anything to win. He wants the ball. He's clutch. Kelsey, that combination. Uh, it's, you know, you go down through history of great pairings of players. And, you know, remember the Super Bowl where he got beat up and, Andy Reid and, and and their GM made the decision to revamp that offensive line, and certainly that's that's been the case. And I think it was the smartest thing to do because you know it's Fort Knox. It has to be Fort Knox because you've got the most valuable asset in football playing quarterback. 
who can make things happen like nobody else. Uh, conversely, I, I thought Philadelphia for the majority of the season was was the best team in football. Um, in a day and age when you know you're you're just chucking it all around the yard, they they were running for 240 yards and they do it in an unconventional way. And and a quarterback who took a quantum step from last year just to this year, to his credit, put in extra work. You know, went to you know throwing mechanic coaches and you know worked on his game individually it's the best offensive line in football we talked about it prior to last week's game i thought the two tackles are the best pairs lane johnson was amazing playing with a a tendon or whatever that's torn off the adductor i think he'll he'll have surgery whenever his season ends the next day uh my lotta is amazing kelsey is those kelsey brothers boy are they good Boy, are they good. You know, that's two Hall of Fame brothers for the first time playing against each other in a Super Bowl. It's amazing. And the Andy Reid Philadelphia story, there's so many subplots. Yeah. And it's, it's all good. So what do you think? First blush. Come on, Howie. This is TV, the sports talk radio here. First blush. Where I mean, the, the luxury of sitting here <laughs> on, on a Wednesday prior to heading out to Arizona. Yes. Uh, which is a home game for the family. Uh, oh, which is which is great. Okay, um, is to give my pick on Sunday, and a lot. And as you know, I mean, yes. listen, we've been you and I have been at this for a long time. Yes, things happen between now and then. <laughs> they always do. Never know ankles, backs, all that stuff. You know, and, yeah, and all kinds of stuff. Exactly. All right. All right. I appreciate that. So uh, the Thursday night uh, of Super Bowl week. Um, what a night. The Legends for Charity Dinner that's held uh, in support of St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. You are the 17th recipient of the Pat Summerall Award. You mentioned earlier the uh, Brady first Super Bowl win in New Orleans. That was Pat's last game calling games yeah. um, for for good. And um, that, was the, that was a finale. So I imagine there's some Significance, obviously, uh, not just for Summerall, but you and your relationship with St. Jude as well, Howie. Yeah, you know, I uh, we well. First, I'll deal. I'll talk a little bit about St. Jude's. Um, you know, my grandmother gave me a necklace. You know, and she was a big part of my life. She pretty much brought me up, and along with some uncles, and <clears throat> I had a unique kind of childhood. Um, and deeply religious. You know, grandmother had the rosary bead on the on the post of her bed and the statue of Virgin Mary up on the mantle behind the bed with a little light bulb in the back. I, those things stand out in your mind. And she had given me a necklace uh, of St. Jude. St. Jude is the patron saint of the hopeless and giving hope to those who perceive themselves to be in a hopeless situation. And I've always said, you know, you're as happy as your saddest child. Mm-hmm. And when you get that call or that, mm. you know, appointment with the hospital or a doctor and they, they give you the news that your son or daughter is going to be fighting for their lives, um, it, it's, 
I, you know, I can't, it's, it's a gut punch beyond compare <laughs> because there's nothing you won't do as you know, rich for your kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing you won't do. And, and then the questions start to mount in your head, you know, your head's running and how do we do this? Can we afford it? Can we, you know, how do we get to the hospital? Who's going to be there with Johnny or Becky or, you know, whatever your child's name is. And, St. Jude's is an amazing facility that takes care of all of those things so that you and your child can focus on getting better, beating this, and surviving. And it's amazing. And we've done some amazing stuff at Fox, like you have at, you know, places that you've worked, you know, the opportunity to, you know, whether it's going to Afghanistan or visiting military hospitals around the world or, you know, being on an aircraft carrier out in the Mediterranean. One of the coolest things we did was a number of years ago going down to St. Jude's and, you know, visiting uh, their facility and, you know, the, the men and women that do that every day, seven days a week, who give hope to people who are feeling hopeless is nothing short of amazing. And, you know, it's a great night. As you know, I, I, I heard your speech and, um, you know, you did a great job and, you know, with Pat, you think about, you know, Pat was kind of the soundtrack of generations of football fans. No doubt. And, you know, you also talk about the masters and the U S open, everything that Pat did, Pat did 16 Super Bowls. You know, we're at Fox 29 years. We're doing our 10th. Um, you know, his, his career, and, and you think about the impact on Fox. At the point when Fox acquired the NFC package, um, you know, there were a lot of concerns. You know, it was like, wait a second, Fox is a cartoon network. Uh, they, they've got the uh, Simpsons. They got the Simpsons. You got a little Twenty One Jump Street. That's about it. And whatever. What are they going to do with our sacred NFC package? And you know, for David Hill and Ed Gorin, you know, not only tasked with because at that point Fox was an idea. It was a blank sheet of paper. And you know, what do you do? Well, the first thing you got to do is you you've got to establish credibility. And I think hiring Pat and John. Uh, was a big step in that direction. And then, you know, going into the pregame show and, uh, you know, who would have thought 29 years ago that our group would be together and grow old together and, mm. you know, have the impact that, that, you know, we've been fortunate enough to have. But um, Pat was, Pat was, you know, the voice, the cadence, the, you know, the ability to, you know, capture the biggest of sports moments and, and knowing when to, to lay out. And, you know, that's a, you know, let the sounds and the images mm-hmm. tell the story. And Pat did that as well as anyone. He was the standard. And when John and Pat did a game, you knew it was big. The team knew it was big. The players knew it was big. And the country knew it was big. No doubt. And it'll be a big night again on Thursday at the Hyatt Regency in downtown Phoenix when you were presented the Pat Summerall Award. Um, go to legendsforcharity.com to purchase tickets now or just uh, donate to St. Jude. 
Um, have a great time, Howie. Uh, I, I would be remiss if I didn't ask one last question of you. So is Brady going to be your teammate? When, when, when does that happen? What are you hearing? <clears throat> what do you got for me on that, Howie? You know, I, I sat down and I looked at those numbers. There were two times when numbers really <laughs> screwed me up. Chris, somebody had told me that that journey, Don't Stop Believing, yeah. was the number one downloaded song, and it was like $10 billion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then someone said what Tom was going to make at Fox, and I, I called Chris up. I said, "Do these zeros? What does that mean? <laughs> Are you kidding me?" Right. So I guess I'll be your teammate. Is what you're saying? I, you know, hey, listen. If he wants to be, he can be whatever he wants to be. He's got a parking spot. Okay. He's good. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, How are you, the man? Be well, uh, and say hi to your whole family. Thank Likewise, you. Likewise, partner. Right back at you. Howie Long, the deserving recipient of the Pat Summerall Award. And uh, it's going to be a, it's a beautiful night. Uh, Howie went to the hospital in 2010. And he met a kid there who um, is now a healthy high school student, an active athlete who just ran the St. Jude Marathon. And he will be at the dinner as the patient spotlight just to show you how kids get better. Love it. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We'll take a break. You want to talk about Brady or what have you? Great. We got a lot of time for that. But when we come back, there's a new head coach of the Denver Broncos, everybody. And he owns Walmart now. It's amazing. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed NetSuite wants you to know your numbers. Knowing your numbers can make the difference between your business being successful or not. Because if you don't have visibility on all your numbers like inventory and HR and planning and budgeting and more, 
then you're not being as successful as you possibly can be. Get rid of your old spreadsheets and outdated finance software and get to see the full picture by upgrading to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite's the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. It's everything you need to grow all in one place. You can automate your processes, close your books in no time, stay ahead of your competition like 93% of survey businesses that know that they've increased their visibility and control. They say they, it's exactly what's happened after they upgraded to NetSuite. For the new year, NetSuite is a new financing program for those ready to upgrade. 32,000 businesses already use NetSuite. Go to NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio for that special financing program offer. Head to NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio. So, look, um, two head coaches hired yesterday, D'Amico Ryans in Houston and Sean Payton in Denver. Right now, I want to linger on Sean Payton because he's the one with the Super Bowl ring. And I'll be honest with you here, didn't think Sean would say, I'll go to Denver and pick up the pieces of what was clearly broken all over the floor, Russell Wilson and that contract, after what we saw from Russ last year. And head coaches have that I alone can fix it gene. Mm -hmm. Certainly alpha head coaches, which is pretty much every head coach, or alpha head coaches with Super Bowl rings like Sean Payton. And when I heard this, I thought to myself, they had to have paid him a mint of money. A mint. And then I sat here and thought to myself, who better to fix Russell Wilson And that's what needs to happen. Fixing needs to happen. Whether it's what you see on the field or what you think he does social media-wise that runs a little bit afoul of what you think a top-notch, grade-A, elite quarterback should be doing with his spare time and the whole let's ride stuff and whatever. If you think that needs fixing, I think Sean Payton is exactly the guy who can sit him down and tell him what he needs to hear. If you think Russell is one of those quarterbacks that needs to hear something, and I think I've just described uh, most everyone who observes the NFL, that Russ is a quarterback who needs to hear something, and Sean Payton is exactly the guy who can do it. And in terms of fixing Russell on the field, one thing that Russ needs to do is he needs to be schemed properly so he could see down the field. Guy's 5'11". That's why I think he's better out of the pocket. That's why he's better moving. I think he's more comfortable moving. I think he can throw a beautiful ball on the run. And he throws an incredible deep ball. Superb when he's in the pocket and protected. So that's first order business. Got to protect him. But secondly, who better to do that than a guy who took a quarterback at six foot flat if that's what you believe Drew Brees is. Mm -hmm. And molded him with a system and coaching and surrounded him with a team. That's putting Drew Brees in the Hall of Fame is a first ballot Hall of Famer, which is exactly what Russell Wilson wants to be. It kind of meshes. Russ, you want to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, right? You want to be the guy that that, that makes a difference? 
We already know you make a difference in the community. You have that beautiful patch, that Walter Payton Man of the Year patch on your jersey. Let me help you get that first ballot Hall of Fame. But this is what you got to do, A, B, C, and D. I think Russ listens to that guy. And I think Peyton believes he can do it no matter how much money the Broncos have sent his direction because he knows that contract, that, that, that's not going anywhere. Russ is going nowhere. So if he's going there, he believes he can do it. And in terms of the Broncos' ownership that's new, paying him all that money, whatever it's going to be, I think we're going to find out how much it is and we're going to go, how much? It's not my money and they've got a ton of it. So for them to come in and say to the Broncos fan base, last year stunk, it's never going to be that way again. We're hiring the best available. We're paying him an insane amount of money. Doesn't matter. We want to win here. All of it together, the way I've just described it, a home run of a hire. Home run. Touch them all. Like Coors Field. I think it's great. I can't wait to see it. I think Sean, by the way, you could just, you could, you could already know that you, you don't have to hire an in-game coaching help manager. That's done. <laughs> a guy who decides to onside kick to start a second half of a Super Bowl. <laughs> that guy, that guy's got his finger on a pulse of game management. So is he perfect? Of course not. But what a hire. Sean Payton versus Andy Reid twice a year. Mahomes and Russ twice. This is the Mahomes-Russ twice a year that we've been looking forward to. We'll talk about it with Ian Rappaport, hour number two, coming up right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Joe Banner also going to join us. Interesting fact here. Did you know Sean Payton is the first coaching hire by the Denver Broncos in which they – hired a head coach who's previously won a Super Bowl. It's never happened for the Denver Broncos. Would you believe, because I asked NFL Network to reach, research this, would you believe half the league has never hired a head coach that's won a Super Bowl previously? You'd think that there's that, that wouldn't be the case. Maybe. Because but winning a Super Bowl is hard. That's correct. Half the league. Not a lot of active coaches. Patriots have, as you know, it was Parcells. Jets have same guy, Parcells. Cowboys, Parcells. Cowboys. Well, the Cowboys did it twice. Did it twice with Mike McCarthy. Here are the teams that have never hired a head coach with a previous Super Bowl in the case when they hired him. Cardinals, Falcons, Ravens, Bills have never done it. Bears, never done it. Bengals, Browns, Packers. The trophy's named after one of their coaches. Texans. Colts, Chargers, Rams, Vikings, Giants. <laughs> so many people have checked their name off this list because they hired Parcells. Right. Eagles, Steelers, 49ers, Buccaneers, and Titans have never done what the Broncos just did, which is hire a head coach with the previous Super Bowl winning experience. That's what Sean Payton is bringing to Denver. Our number two is being brought to you in a moment right here on the Roku Channel.